In this episode, we're going to talk about the principle of individualization, and we're gonna talk about just how much individualization you need to apply to your training and what it actually means. So, people are of the opinion, or a lot of people want to make sure that their training is individualized for them. It seems to be like a, like a buzzword almost where people are like, is this program individualized for me? Is this program right for me? You know, and while the, the principle, the, under, the place where they're coming from is totally understandable. They want to make sure that they're going to get a program that delivers them the best results that they can get for themselves. Fair enough. No problems there. And as coaches, that's at the top of our priority list anyway. We, it is in our best interest to give our clients the absolute best results they can in the fastest and safest way possible. The confusion comes when there is a little bit of a misunderstanding, I think, in regards to what individualization is and how it actually works in real life. So a lot of people are of the opinion or understanding that just because they are them and therefore the only one in the world that is them, their program must also be much like themselves, the only type in the world. As if like, you know, if, if other people are squatting twice a week, they should be squatting twice a week somehow differently, or maybe not twice a week, three times a week, or one and a half times a week, or, or whatever, right? So let's talk about what individualization is and how, what it actually means and how it actually applies. So individualization is one of the training principles. It's a very important training principle. And a long time ago, I put out I put out in social media land something along the lines of of all the training principles that that exist individualization is probably somewhere uh, down the bottom in in terms of importance and I think that um, upset a couple of people mostly because it was taken a little bit out of context so I'm gonna take this opportunity right now to actually explain that context and what I meant so we have different training principles one is specificity one is variation recovery uh, progressive overload is another one and uh, individualization is also another training principle it basically states that the training that somebody does the training program that somebody does the stimulus that somebody does has to be written or it has to be adapted to fit that person's particular needs or capabilities or abilities right and no problems with that at all completely agree what I meant when I said that when I made that statement was if somebody is say three weeks out from a powerlifting competition and you decide to write a program as a coach there's no point writing a program that has their particular weaknesses for example you may pick the correct accessory and variation exercises for this person's program but there's no point if your rep ranges are wrong if your intensity is wrong if your volume selection is wrong if your progressive overload is wrong for example if you've prescribed five sets of 20 reps on squats for this person, pause squats for this person, for example, let's say you deem that pause squats are the right uh, variation exercise for this particular person to fix their weakness in the squat, but you've written in five sets of 20 for this person. There is no specificity there that for somebody who's three weeks out from a competition and needs to likely be peaking for that competition. Uh, the intensity is way off. The volume is is way off so 
you can you can write all the correct variation and accessory exercises if you like but because there is a lack of the correct specificity there's a lack of the correct progressive overload and recovery for that matter because of all the work they're going to do that program is going to likely be suboptimal for the purposes of peaking and, and delivering those type of results so that's why i made that statement in my opinion the other principles rank higher individualization is absolutely important but what i think happens is people think of individualization as this really super specific um, thing that must happen to their program where when you look at that program you're like wow this program is definitely so different to every other program out there because it's individualized for me let me tell you like if you if you're doing training if you're doing program if you're running a program for somebody who you deem as a coach and deem correctly that they need to bench three times a week as an example there's only so many ways you can program for bench three times a week if you if you deem that a person needs deadlift once a week there's only so many ways you can program deadlift once a week individualization is absolutely important and it definitely plays a part but i think instead of looking immediately at the micro level and trying to nitpick at different things i think what needs to happen is firstly people need to look at the more macro level so what i mean by that is chances are that if you were to take 10 high school students all 16 years old males uh, of the same training experience so they've all been training for one year for example none of them particularly genetically gifted or ungifted right so the general middle of the bell curve sort of population they don't work all they have to worry about is go to high school come back home do their homework eat sleep and just do well at school right they don't have any responsibilities or any particular life stresses like that chances are if you gave all those 10 people the exact same training program most of them will respond more or less the same within a few percentages of difference there will be a couple that will that will be outside of the bell curve that will respond significantly different and that's where individualization starts to play more of a part which i'll get to in a second but most of them majority of them will improve to a pretty similar degree okay so it's not that everybody is totally different it's that um, it needs to be a kind of a case-by-case sort of difference for example there are people who respond much better to high rep programming high higher rep work in general in their program they respond better for for strength development these people are not that's not what you'd normally see in the powerlifting population they absolutely exist and their program needs to be individualized when you do find them to be like this of course because you want to get them the fastest results as safe as possible but for a majority of the part even these people will respond very well to traditional approaches in strength development but let me break down so so that aside i hope that makes sense what i'm saying is instead of worrying so much about making everything super individualized what we need to instead start with 
is what kind of a population group profile does somebody belong to? And then make decisions based on that in regards to their programming, right? So you have people who work full time, they're gonna be different in terms of what they can handle to people who, like I said, go to high school and they have no responsibilities, no worries. From there, we can start to look at different things and make certain adjustments. So I'll give you some examples of that. Psychological profile is one. Some people get stressed out quicker than others. Some people feel apprehensive about some things than others. So for example, somebody who gets apprehensive quickly and they know that if they see very heavy deadlifts programmed in their program for a particular day, for the whole day at work, they may be constantly dwelling on that and even burning themselves out by the time they get to the actual training session. For somebody else, it may be exciting and they actually psych themselves up and they feel good by the time they, they get to their training session. So the approach there has to be a little bit different in the program. Somebody whose lifestyle is different, so they work a lot and their work is manual labor, is gonna be different. The programming sort of approach is gonna be different to somebody who doesn't work as much or works but not so much and physical work to somebody else who doesn't work at all, just goes to high school. That changes things a little bit. Training age makes a difference. That, that's where individualization starts to come in. So if somebody's been training for one year, it's completely different to somebody who's been training for 10 years. Proximity to comp, if somebody's three months out, it, it's a little bit of a different approach to somebody who's three, three weeks out, right? Um, goals, if somebody's doing bodybuilding versus somebody who's doing powerlifting, their programming is gonna be different, obviously. So these are the types of things that, that make differences in the program. Um, somebody's weaknesses is going to make a difference. Um, individualization comes down to really surface level things. It's not as intricate as you make it out to be, as you want it to be, is what I'm saying. It can be, definitely can be. But I'm saying it's not as regular an occurrence. The really extreme examples are really people who are outside of the bell curve, it seems, in my experience. For a majority of the population, the what fits that population group with minor adjustments for different factors is what is the way to go, is what's gonna work. So every coach, more or less, is gonna start with the same sort of basic template and principle when they start with writing a program. Once they are getting, <coughs> excuse me, once they're getting into writing the program, they begin to change the different, um, different little intricacies about the program. So they may start with, let's just say a program that they feel this person needs two days a week squatting, two days a week benching, and one day a week deadlifting. As they go through this, they may feel that, hmm, okay, well this person is a little bit lighter weight, and I know that they can handle more training, and plus they have the free time. So I'm gonna put in a third squat day that's just light work for technique uh, improvement and technical drilling, okay? That's, that's individualization there. They may look at somebody and say, okay, well this particular person is actually four months out from competition. So I'm going to reduce the total amount of intensity so that I can have more volume in this person's program because I wanna drag it out a little bit more for, for this guy or for this girl. They need to build up more. That's individualization in that case. They may look at somebody and go, well, this person I know for a fact 
responds well when they ha- when they have a squat bar on their back on a regular basis. They feel more uh, fluidity. They feel like they are getting the hang of it more. So I'm gonna save that for when it counts about six weeks out from competition. We're gonna do regular squatting, low volume, high frequency, almost every day, four or five days a week. And I'm just gonna get them to get really used to squatting. That's individualization. Uh, somebody's training age, different weaknesses. Weaknesses, for example, somebody might have an issue going into the squat, going into the hole, they lose position as they approach the hole, where somebody else has leg drive issues coming out of the hole. The, the assistant exercises, the variation exercises that a coach would pick for that person is going to be completely different. So that's where individualization starts to really come in. For... And the younger and younger somebody's training age is, the less and less individualization tends to apply. I'm not saying it doesn't apply, it does apply, but just less and less. The, uh, the variation in the things that you need to consider for somebody who's younger in their training age applies less and less, um, unless more extreme things that you need to think about. For example, if somebody's a total beginner and they're 55 years old, there needs to be a difference in in individualization in the training approach in the programming approach to somebody who's 16 years old and is just starting out in training of course but what i'm saying is individualization is important and is definitely a factor but don't get so caught up in thinking that because you are you your program needs to look so drastically different to your friends Whereas the thing is, chances are your friend is probably of the same sort of lifestyle as you, the same sort of training experience as you, uh, maybe even the same weaknesses as you. For the for the most part, for the most part, for a, at least a great deal of it, a significant enough of a part. Two training programs can look the same for two different individuals. Although our bodies are different and are complex, in, in some senses also, there's not that much that really differs between us. Uh, you know, if you want to get good at squatting, you squat. Poor squats are going to improve most people's squats, uh, especially in, in raw lifting, you know. Uh, you know, if you, have a, if you have a weakness of the floor in the deadlift, chances are, deficit deadlifts and pause deadlifts are going to fix your problem you know most people need to set up and adhere to the same principles in squatting in benching in deadlifting in weightlifting in the clean and jerk snatch whatever you want to name it Uh, the same principles tend to always apply time and time again it's usually when things get really much more um, fringe or much more outside of the norm that individualization starts to become more and more of a factor. All I'm saying is don't think that your program needs to be drastically different to everybody else's program because you are you. It does need to have some changes. It does need to have certain considerations, especially the more outside of the norm your lifestyle, your circumstances are, your psychological profile is. But for a great deal of people, 
I think middle of the bell curve is usually about 68%, so almost 70%. Most people fall under the bell curve, right? So that means about 68%, 70% chance that what you are doing is going to be very similar to somebody else and it's still going to yield results. With that being said, always, always as a coach, the aim is to not just do what works, but to figure out what could work better. So when we are working with somebody new, as you know, as coaches, when we're working with somebody new, we've got no idea what this person can and can't do, what their recovery capabilities are, how many times a week they they respond to, how many times how well they respond to two days a week squatting, three days a week squatting, one day a week squatting. Unless there's some uh, prior history, like some data that, that the athlete can bring to us that can tell us that we know for sure is going to work but if we don't know the only thing that we can do is to actually run a cycle right you you might run one cycle might run two cycles and nothing may happen and uh, some may call that a bad cycle but it's not because you're actually picked up a lot because you just found out what probably doesn't work for this person and then you start to chop and change and apply different things and and on and on you go until you start to continue to gather more and more data more and more information and with that you can make huge differences to the person's uh, programming to the person's results that you know in of itself takes time sometimes you might make some changes because you're trying to improve somebody's programming and somebody's results but you might actually find that you know within the first two three weeks they tell you coach like i feel worse i'm not recovering from this extra day of squats that you put in okay great so we know that for now at least for your current training age for your current lifestyle for your current circumstances twice a week squatting at this particular volume is going to be the right amount for you and that's what we're going to keep doing and keep writing it out until that stops working or until your circumstances change and it's warranted to try something else but a coach will never know until they actually try to add that third day of squat in. Obviously, you know, it's a calculated decision. You're not just doing it. But a coach will never know unless they actually put that third day in and they gather some information, they gather some feedback and see how things uh, change, if they could be made better, if it made a difference, if it was worse, if it was better, whatever, right? I hope that uh, makes sense for everybody. Don't want to keep blabbing on uh, individualization is absolutely important but don't think that your program needs to be this wildly different sort of program to your friends especially if your friend is of roughly the same age same training experience same lifestyle uh, as as you are um, always be trying to search for new ways to make your program better of course uh, talk with your coach about it of course but don't be discouraged and don't think like, oh, this program looks very similar to another person's program. So this program has been, it's not going to do anything for me. Just give it a crack and talk with your coach. Until the next one, guys.